When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, what up, man. baby? I'm just sitting here listening to the bars. and <clears throat> Like you say, Max, mm. if, it, if it's anything but fresh rap music and hip-hop, mm. I don't want to listen. Yeah. yeah, I just, cause this stuff just, you know, when you listen, it's so clean and yeah, it makes it so much flows. sense. Here's the just thing. Flows. I understand people like all different kinds Here's of music. The thing. And I get it. I get it. I get it. You, what you grow up with what you're used to. And then sometimes too, I want to listen to something else, but it just sounds better. It sounds it better. It just sounds better. Oh, it's, hey, to the human ear. I don't care say back. Yeah. It just sounds but I don't Better. even believe it could be cultural. I think that, like, if aliens came down and listened, they go, yeah, that's that stuff. That's the best-sounding stuff, right? I just yeah. – I don't see how people listen to other kinds of music and go, yeah, that just sounds better to me. But I listen to each their own. Yeah. Is this absolutely. a personal attack on me? Or no, no. James, come on, man. James, it feels pretty personal, James, 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 personal attack on me. Yes, it is. No, yeah. James, if you want to beat your head against a wall when you hear music and, and, and shake your brain. beat my head against a wall. I'm, you know, shake and do all that. You're that's just not you. doing it right. That's all. I just, you know, I get it, but it just It's all about the hair. Better. It's not about the head. Oh, it's the hair? Yeah, that's, it's all about the hair. It's not about anything about, you know, bashing but your head up against the wall. But you're gonna be your head's gonna hurt, Jay, if you're doing that all day long listening to some of that music. You're a sore neck, but it's worth it. Yeah, I guess yeah, it just sounds better, like Max say. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm all about that. Hey, Jay, new Kendrick coming tonight. Ooh, watch your kids, it's, it's, watch your wife. I'm around. <laughs> watch your kids, watch your wife. We're finna stop for a couple hours. Yeah, I think Jay is all dressed to the nines right now. What do you? You got? You got? I got, a, I got a first yeah, take. Yeah, first take after the show date with Stephen A. I'm sure Stephen A. Second take. Intimate time. As Key and I like to call it. Like Key has intimate time with, uh, right now it's Pat Costello and you have yours coming up. Intimate time. Yeah. I was joking. I was thinking about this, Key. What do you do when you you have a take and Stephen A goes for a minute and 50 seconds of the two minute block? How do you squeeze in the 10 seconds? He can go for two minutes on the block. Take it all. It's his show. I just sit tight. It's your show, man. Hey. (laughs) Let him go. He'll tell on himself. That's how, that's how you look at it. You say, he'll tell on himself. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. <laughs> you know who else may have told on themselves? Like, ah, there's, 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 no transition transition. There, there's no transition here. <laughs> Guys, uh, Sam Mitchell, former NBA coach, NBA TV, and Sirius XM NBA radio, uh, was on Bart and Han. Bart and Han, in case you're interested, is a terrific radio show on at noon Eastern here on ESPN. And the two hosts actually have uh, challenged Key and Jay, to two-on-two basketball, and that's taking place June 1st. And there they will be slaughtered. However, they do do an entertaining show, I'm not going to lie. And they had Sam Mitchell on, and listen to what Sam Mitchell said about that Nets trade for Harden. The best team on paper 
was the Brooklyn Nets before they made that trade, trade all those guys for James Harden. You just think about it. Mm-hmm. Look at what has become of the players that they traded away. Yeah. Look at Jared Allen. Yep. He's an all-star. Look at Karis LeBert. So to me, they had a deep, well-balanced team. And they gave it all away for that pie in the sky. I, I, I hear what he's saying, and he's not wrong about their depth and their bounds. But you can't tell me that James Harden, Kyrie, and KD is not the best potential trio of all time. Now, granted, the pandemic occurred, you know, the year before James got hurt, Kyrie ended up getting hurt during the playoffs. With all three of those dudes on the floor together, nobody was stopping that key. Do you, do you, did you mean they could – you meant to say could have been the best trio of all time. That's what you meant to say, right, Jay? Yeah, I, I didn't say that. No, you did. You said they are – you can't tell me they are – they, they wouldn't have been. They right. wouldn't have been. Yeah, you meant healthy. to say would have been healthy. Yeah, 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 that's what you meant to say. Because I was about to say, them dudes up in Golden State with KD, Kyrie, I mean, KD. Yeah, stayed and, healthy. And Curry yeah. and, and Thompson, that was a different trio. I'm still taking, that's why I'm still taking KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Over that trio. Kyrie, is, Over that trio. Kyrie doesn't play defense like Clay Thompson. The other two guys are the same, right? That's why outscore me. But, outscore me. But Kyrie can put the ball on the floor in a way that no one else can but what's interesting to me about that guys you're right theoretically Jay but I was not in favor of the trade when it went down I wasn't convinced they'd play well together I was proven wrong immediately like you know clearly it had they stayed healthy they would have destroyed everybody right but what about what Sam Mitchell just said like think about this for a second KD was coming off an Achilles you still would have the issue though of Kyrie missing games due to the pandemic it would have been the same thing okay KD, Achilles, Kyrie misses time. Anyway, even before then, there was always seemed to be an issue, and you had a deep team. You had a deep roster. Was yep. it worth it in those circumstances yep. but to Joe, package all the depth away, given the injury history of your primary stars? Joe Harris still would have been hurt, right? So it would have been KD, Kara Silvert, and Jared Allen. Like, it's still against the Boston Celtics. You're mean in Boston. I'm still favoring. Jared Allen's good. Yeah, I'm, good. Still, I'm still favoring the Boston Celtics. Dinwiddie's good. Like, they had guys. I hear you. Yeah, no, it, it, you, it's, it's hard to not move those pieces to get James Harden. It's just hard. Yeah. And that, by the that, way. It, it, that's a hard. I, I would probably say, man, a majority of the NBA teams would have, if, if they would have had the luxury of grabbing a James Harden, they would have certainly did. Look, how, look what Philly, Philadelphia did. As soon as they had an opportunity to get him, they moved Ben Simmons and got him. Yeah. Even though it looked different now than when they initially did the move as a player, it looked way different, right? I mean, so I, I get what he's saying, but you do that, you probably make that move nine times out of ten. And I will say, just to add context to it, Max, the trade did save Kara Savert's life because that's when they found out about his whole issue. Health-wise. Oh, sure. Unintended consequences. Sure, for sure. But let me say, let me just make a comparison because on uh, this just in the other day, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, handsome host, um, J.J. Redick brought up the point like you can't buy championships anymore. You can't just throw superstars together. Now, I think partly that may be because by the time those guys become available, they're older and more injury-prone, right? But it does bring up an interesting point to me, guys. The Nets had, they already had, KD, Kyrie, and depth. The Lakers already had LeBron, AD, and some depth. In both cases, they said, no, we're going to pull the trigger 
on another super-duper star and bring in James Harden and bring in Russell Westbrook. Now, whatever you think, well, Westbrook's not as good as Harden and da-da-da, but the fact is this is the way it panned out for both teams. The Nets got bounced in the first round. The Lakers did not even make the play-in. Would they have been better off in retrospect? Yeah, but uh, In retrospect, would they have been better off not pulling the trigger on I'm those deals? I'm just saying, to, to J.J. Reddick's point about you can't buy championships, that sounds like a Monday morning quarterback thing to say about the Brooklyn Nets because the Brooklyn Nets pieces were compatible. No, he's I not. Never, but wait, wait, he's not but, saying at the time I said don't do it. He's saying now, given the information but that's we not, have. That's not true with the Brooklyn Nets, though, because if you're not going through a pandemic, Kyrie Irving is probably playing and James Harden never leaves. And he those never pieces because everything is rolling. Whereas I'm looking with the to. Lakers, and I, I, I came into it saying, I don't think Russell Westbrook and LeBron James fit on the court Do you together. think, though, it's just the pandemic? Like, with Kyrie just gives me the sense that he's looking for a cause. But he's even looking he, even, for something. But, Max, even if that's the case, if it wasn't the pandemic, <clears throat> like Jay said, we wouldn't see them break up. We wouldn't see Kyrie miss the significant amount of time that he did. Let's say he went, it wasn't a pandemic, let's say he just decided to go on one of his Kyrie missions and disappear for a week or two. Yeah, that's not, still ain't, not a whole. That yeah, still yeah. ain't a whole season. Four games. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I mean, so so in retrospect, you would say. I'm just trying to figure out where you the guys Lakers, are. The Lakers, the Lakers, both of them in retrospect should have stayed the same, except Harden. If they could get, I mean, with Harden, they should have stayed the same. The Westbrook thing in L.A., I, I think they they missed they missed on that one. They reached way too far on that one. I think circumstances hurt Brooklyn's gamble, whereas I see the the foundation of what the Lakers did, I, I, I didn't think they really had a chance. Yeah, that but the Lakers, the Lakers gamble, though, uh, Jay, was unnecessary. They really didn't need to gamble. Look, a year ago, they're playing Phoenix. They're up. They're going to win that. They're going to win it. They hurt. They got but hurt. Key, that's why. See, it's okay. So part of this is who they bring in. Harden, because he can shoot and score from everywhere at the time, makes you think he can fit in a lot of different places. Westbrook is not a shooter, right? But he needs the ball. But and that's one of the issues. But, do but key, that the reason LeBron and them liked Westbrook reportedly, reportedly supposedly, is that because if LeBron and AD miss time, they have a guy who can carry the load. No, I understand. Yeah. Well, right? So much for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much for that. Yeah. I mean, you think about what that team was with Alex Caruso, with KCP. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys had you defenders, stoppers. You know, Caruso makes winning plays. When you make wholesale change, when you look at just look at the recent history of teams that won championships. When they make wholesale changes like that, they never get back to the situation. Usually, your core guys have been there. Like, like they just they are the four guys, four or five guys, or they are on the end of the bench. Yeah, you shuffle that deck a little bit, but the core guys that help you win those championships. They usually still in play. Yeah. Yeah. And, Key, and another point about the Brooklyn Nets, as much as there's a lot of chaos in the moment right now about what Sean Mark said, people are questioning the availability of Kyrie, people are wondering how Ben Simmons is doing. If they all get healthy, which is a caveat for every NBA team, you cannot tell me with Joe Harris, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Seth Irving, Curry. all their piece, Seth Curry, it fits. Like, they will be one of the prohibitive favorites. I think their lesson, before we move on, though, it does seem to me there's a lesson in it. Like, you're always trying to learn from, the, from, his, from recent history. 
It seems to me like when, again, I'll bring up winning time because it's on my mind because I'm watching the show, but the 79-80 Lakers had all these pieces, Magic and Kareem, and, and, and they had, I mean, you know, Norm Nixon and this one and that one, and they still went out and got Spencer Haywood, who had been an ABA MVP. But they, you don't have to give up anything for him, basically, and he's not the centerpiece of your team. He's just an additional Added piece. piece yeah. and, and, and that's different than what the Lakers and the Nets did, which is let's move heaven and earth to bring in another foundational piece. It, there is a difference there to me. I think there is a difference there. You better make sure that's the right piece when you bring it in. You're saying with the Nets it may have been. With the Lakers it wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's play fill that's in the correct. blank. Let's look ahead to what these teams might do this offseason. All right, fill in the blank. Evan, why don't you do this? I want to play this. Hey, go yep. key. Go and key. Fill- you done? Yes. Yes, teacher. I'm done. Great. Fill in the blanks brought to you by Barbersol. For nearly 30 years, every th- thrilling Jurassic moment has led to this. Barbersol limited edition Jurassic World collector's cans. <laughs> Capture them all before they're gone. Yo, yo, you can't see it, but Key, is that an M- Evan imitation that you had on your face just then? Absolutely. <laughs> it's a dead ringer somehow. Go ahead, Evan. Yeah, we can see you on hey, the Hey, Max. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie Irving will be playing for blank next season, Jay. Be playing for the Nets next season. Don't let all this stuff, this huffing and puffing, talking about blowing somebody's house down, distract you from the talent that is on this team if next year's roster is constructed the right way. They will have a legitimate chance with KD and Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry to win the whole damn thing. He's staying with the Nets. Absolutely staying with the Nets. There's no question about it. The conversation is being had between the owners, the general manager, KD, how are we going to handle this situation. We knew, we know exactly what happened, why this team fell apart. We got to get it fixed. We're running it back, give him his $200 million, and let's keep it moving. Is Brooklyn in the house? Without a doubt. He's the baller with clout. Everybody yap about. He's not oh, going okay. anywhere. All right. Zach Levine, two-time All-Star Zach Levine, will be playing for blank next season, Jay. Chicago, do the right thing. Give this man his money. I like him alongside DeMar DeRozan. I like the pieces. See what happens next year with Caruso, Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams. I like the core. 25-5-5. The man deserves his money. Let's not be cheap, Chi-Town. Let's give it to him. uh, I'm going to say the Chicago Bulls because Pat Costello informed me that your hypotheticals yesterday – made a lot of Chicago Bull fans very irritated very on yeah. the social media. Knicks so fans, I don't too. Want them, Boy, and Knicks, Knicks fans, too. Ooh. So I don't want them going after me. I'm going to just say he stays in Chicago. They pay him the money. Well, it was Jay's hypothetical, but Jay did not really get into much. We talked about it off-air, Jay. Your idea, because I thought Chicago got the short end of that three-way trade you put together. Mm-hmm. But your reasoning was because you want to get rid of Vucevic to bring in Gobert, right? And so you want a guy who offensively can, can mimic some of the stuff that, go, that Vucevic does, and that's something that Julius Randle can do. I think it's going to be Chicago. And let me say something else. If this team can stay healthy, they upgrade at center, and Patrick Williams continues to develop, I believe they will win a championship with this nucleus. That's how, high, that's how beautifully I think the pieces fit together. Mm. How about LeBron James? We'll be playing for blank next season, Jay. This game is not very uh, 
exciting. Make it more exciting. The Warriors. He's not playing for the Warriors. That sounds silly. Key, tell this man. He's staying in L.A. He ain't going nowhere. He is certainly staying in L.A. With the Clippers. No, that's not going to happen because Kawhi didn't want to play with him with the Lakers. So I know Kawhi don't want to play with him with the Clippers. Is Kawhi still playing? I believe he still is. <laughs> but it's the Lakers. It, it's going to be some changes made to the roster, the front <laughs> office. But it's it's certainly going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers, keep it moving. By the way, Evan, right. Clippers will be better positioned next year to win a world championship before the Lakers will. Great. Jay said it. LeBron James will be playing for the blank Clippers next season. Got you it. Know, you know this, uh, Max, because you've been to Laker games. Jay, too. Time out, Spurs. You done? Absolutely. <laughs> you got to do the. Let me just see the Evan. I know our audience can't see. It. I got to see it, Jay. I can't take this. Sucking on lemons or something. The key is when you throw your hands up in the air, you take the, the headset off. <laughs> take the headset. Throw the hands. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thought there were two of them. I can't. It's incredible. Evan, are you done? Look like one of them. Hey, you know, hey, people get mad at me all the time when I say this. You know what Evan looks like when he scrunches up his face, one of them little ugly babies? You know, yeah. newborns. Yeah, newborns. People yeah, have like to just daughter, people just I have got, to admit how ugly newborns no, are. No, no, oh, newborns. she's so cute. Like uh, no, no, my, newborns, my, all my, look like old people. My 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 youngest daughter. She is beautiful. She's. I'm gonna have to buy everything to protect her in the world. But mm-hmm. when she was born, yeah. It was one ugly child. Yeah, a little scrunched up face and everything. Like little, a little wet rat or Yeah, little, little scrawny chickens rat. with little old man faces. That's how Evan looked when he scrunched up his face. <laughs> like a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yates just sent this picture on the group text. Can you look at your phone? Please look at the little baby on the group text. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, when did you do this? <laughs> don't guys, don't take shots of Evan when in private moments. That's not even right. Evan, are you done? I don't even know how to transition to this. <laughs> Speaking of being reborn, Speaking of crybaby, James Harden will be playing for blank next season. Ooh. Jay. Ooh, James Harden. Philly, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Michael Rubin's his his guy, CEO, founder of Fanatics. He's tied into this team. He may not. He, they're gonna give him the money. He gonna get the money. Yeah, he, he'll he, be in Philly. He, yeah, he might not get all the money, but he, he gonna get the money, get the money because get the of the money. relationship. And they gave up so much to get him. You can't just move on from that. A wonder man, Daryl Morey, a hyper rational, uh, you know, kind of basketball guy. Does the relationship with Harden and what happened in the past affect his thinking going forward on Harden? I believe it would be a mistake to sign up hard and long-term at the Supermax. And Daryl Morey doesn't usually make those kind of mistakes. So what do you do? If Mike D'Antoni's not going to be the coach... He's not going to be the coach. I think I think Daryl Morey might move on from James Harden. Question, I mean, look... Where is he playing, I, I, Max? So, so you, so yeah, Max? Fill in the blank. Let's yeah, go. James Harden will be playing, playing for blank next season. That's the problem. Who the hell would take him? 
And yeah, Houston but not only that, him back. you gave up the world mm-hmm. to get him. Well, not, not really, though, Key. They hung on to Maxi and, and Thibel. Yeah. They didn't give up those guys, you know? They gave up guys that are nice pieces, but like, you can find those guys. I don't know where he would wind up. They gave, I mean, they didn't really give up anything. They gave up the 15th man of the year, Ben Simmons. Yeah, Simmons hasn't gotten into a game yet. We'll yeah. see. Damn, I don't know where he winds up. <laughs> maybe back in Houston. All right, last one. Maybe, maybe I'll get you guys to actually put somebody down on a new team. Russell Westbrook will be playing for blank next season, Jay. Come on, you know who he's going to be playing for. What, the Lakers? No. The Knicks. Yeah, the stupid the team that takes off everyone when they're not good at I was anymore. thinking about the Knicks. Yeah. Thinking about the Knicks, I mean. No, they'll, listen, he has, he's an expiring contract. That has value. $47 million. Yeah. And in the meantime, you can entertain the fans because he'll, he'll bring some excitement. I Anyone think be, who yeah. takes him. I think he would be interesting in a Knicks uniform. Yeah, I, I agree. think he would bring a lot of pop here. I agree. I think he could actually help the Knicks. But you're not going to give up anything for him, really. No. You're going to have to it, match it, the salary. It seems like to me. That it would be the Knicks based on what everybody always saying about Thibodeau. Oh, he likes to hustle guys and run them in it. And Westbrook, as Max would say, ah, he fits right in with that uh, hustle. Yeah, Tibbs loves Russ. Yep. Yeah, I think loves he's heading Russ. to the Knicks. And by the way, and then, then you, you get people off your books in yep. that trade. Yep. And then you have a deal that gets him off your books the yep. following year. Yep, what forty-seven million. Jr. Barrett. <laughs> Jr. You know Barrett. They're gonna get Barrett. They probably gonna Jr. Barrett. They're gonna yeah, have to RJ. RJ. But they're gonna have to match the salary. Figure out what they don't want that's on the books for the Knicks. Match the salary, and then the Lakers probably gonna have to give up draft compensation too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just speaking of Philly. Are you are you okay with signing James Harden to uh, a pretty lucrative deal? Do you like him in the future for your organization as a Sixer fan? It's not really my money, so, I mean, he can get all of it if he wants it. Hmm. But they got to address the roster, yo. I don't want to see Matisse Thibault. Can't say both. Five. Can't say both. Can't Hard to address the roster when you got guys to Superman. Isn't it well, crazy look. how everybody loved Matisse Thibault, but then you start seeing him and how it gets schemed against mm-hmm. during the playoffs, and you start hearing fans be like, yo, but he can't shoot. Like, yeah, but you knew that. But everybody loved the James Harden trade, too. I'll take Thibault in a second on any team. He'll learn to shoot. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. And we have half man, half amazing with us here right now, Jay. VC! What's going on? VC, let me kick this whole thing off, brother, with asking you about who is the best player in basketball right now after seeing Giannis drop 40 last night. Who would you say is that guy? Uh, Giannis. (laughs) Giannis is for sure that guy. And, and, you know, it's easy to say, oh, you know, his jump shooting and he he doesn't shoot like this and he's not his skill. Yes, but I tell you what, he has and does everything else well. And, you know, he's improved his his handle. He's improved his ability to make plays for other guys. And what I like last night, Jay, or guys, and, and, you know, I like that he did not settle. He did hit a timely three. I think it was like a minute 45 left in the fourth quarter, but he didn't settle. He he was attacking the basket, and when he's in attack mode, bro, I had, I had to guard this dude. When he's in attack mode, you can't stay in front of him, man. He, he, he just, it's impossible. So that's about Giannis, and I agree with you on that sentiment that I do think he's the best player in basketball right now. I do think the best player – on the Boston Celtics is Jason Tatum. And I, I, I was a little bit um, mm-hmm. confused last night, BC, because especially mm-hmm. that play where Marcus Smart got his shot blocked, I know it was the right read, yeah. right? But, like, why didn't Jason Tatum have the ball in his hands? So, hey, so Jay, check this out. I, I, you know, when we were on, this other, on the other segment, I, was, I looked at the play again. So it looked like it was supposed to be a pin down to a wide screen for Jason Tatum to get him open at the top of the floor. Uh-huh. You know, for for an ISO, which we're saying he should have the ball, and Marcus Smart said nobody moved, so he went off script and you know got the ball. So when you go off script, if guys aren't prepared, you don't know what to do, so or, or where where to go. And when he goes off script and he drives baseline, he's stuck in the air. He got stuck in the air. Now Jalen Brown does a dive to the basket to give him an outlet. Uh, Wesley Matthews is already sitting on top of um, Jason Tatum, so that wasn't there. So he's caught in the air. So, you know, it's just it's one of those plays where we're saying, well, okay, just wide pinned out. I think, you know, in this situation, obviously every day you think Marcus Smart can get open in a crunch time situation. And, you know, we've seen Boston before not, you know, they, they had one closing moment in, uh, in what, against, against Brooklyn. And other than that, we've seen them down the stretch kind of crumble a little bit. So, mm-hmm. You know, it's just attention to detail because, you know, now I think they'll say, hey, all right, we want to make sure we get him the ball. We'll set a wide pin down for, for, for Jason Tatum so he can get the ball and we don't have to worry about it. Vince Carter, ESPN, NBA analyst, an eight-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA team, and 50-year veteran of the <laughs> NBA with multiple teams. Oh Damn. <laughs> Join us this one, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. VC, when you look at the Grizzlies and blowing out the, oh. the Warriors in game five last night, what kind of chance do you give them in coming back in this series now that they go back to San Francisco? Kid, you got to give them a chance. I mean, you, and the reason I say you have to give them a chance is because, I mean, either they just don't know no better or they're just that confident. They felt comfortable playing against the Golden State Warriors. They feel comfortable when they step on the floor against good teams that they can win. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing, yes, we've seen a game or two where they were dominated, but they're doing this without John Morant, who's averaging 38 to 40 points a game. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They just won by 39 points. They were up 55, and John Morant, who people have considered the best player in this series, is on the bench. 
So you got to give them a chance. Whether they win or not, I don't know. They, you know but what they, they've shown right now is that they're not afraid of the Golden State Warriors. They've shown we're, we're more athletic than you. Yeah, you guys shoot better than us, but if we're more athletic than you and we, we don't have the experience, but we play hard and we're fearless, that they can get a chance to win. So what they want to do is try to find a way to win to bring Game 7 back home. VC. And then you'll be here and whoop that trick once again <laughs> in Memphis. Mm-hmm. What, what makes them so different without Ja? I don't know, man. It's, well, I, well, I do know. I think it's – I'll say this. I think it's more ball movement. I think guys not sitting around saying when Ja gets the ball, they're like, okay, let's wait for him to beat his guy, make a play and get us a shot. It's more guys, other guys like, okay, this is my chance. Ball movement, ball movement, running your offense a little more through everyone else. And Tyus Jones comes in and does a great job of running the offense. Uh, Melton gets in there, and they, he, he, he's able to score. But these guys, the ball is moving, finding the open player instead of it being created or dictated by a job. And I think they just found success. So I think what Coach Jenkins has is, is kind of two playbooks. He has a playbook where, you know, John Morant's availability, so he plays through him and he makes the plays. And then there's another offense where it's more ball movement oriented and guys are getting shots that way. Yeah, not to mention, by the way, home road, man. Throughout these playoffs, you see it so glaringly, which, you know, leads me finally, Vince Carter. I get it. Role players, young role players on the road, that's hard. But James Harden on the road? And he's not young, and he's not a role player. What's up? Right. And he's been through it before. Yeah. And yet, a, a different guy. Yeah. They win tonight, BC? I, 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 I was watching that game. Go ahead, man. You think they win What's tonight? That? You think they win tonight? I'm torn between the I, I want to say yes, and, 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 and I'm going to go back to go forward. I was disappointed in the approach and the effort by the 76ers. And, and, and Joel Embiid's ability to channel the disappointment of not winning MVP to that game. And, and I don't care if he went five for 25, but he was he, – I, I, I said when he didn't win, I said, uh-oh. He's going to make a point in a statement that this is why I should have won. Mm-hmm. And it's just something on the road. Like, they just – they had nothing. They had no – uh. there was nothing about him. Like, it, like it was – like in, in in the Golden State series where, okay, we can lose this one, we're going to go back home. So for, for some of me saying he's going to respond because he hears the noise, Joel Embiid that is, but at the same time, I'm like, they just seem like they just called it quits. Mm. Just by the effort, called it quits. And, and, I, and, and watching James Harden, you know, it was like, yes, is he back, is he back? I, I don't know. Right now, James Harden, and I don't know if you agree with me, or, or not, Jay, or, or all of you guys, really, James Harden needs shooters on the floor to make his game work. Think about the game he had in game four. He was great, but Danny Green was outstanding. Maxie started hitting threes, which opened the floor up. When your shooters aren't making shots, that, that floor shrinks. And you saw the Miami Heat is like, okay, they ain't making shots. Well, we're going to stay on the elbows. James Harden, you're going to get by us. You're going to try to have to beat your guy and figure out how to get, get through this help, help side defense instead of just making the right play. So, mm. I, 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 after saying that, I don't think so. Mm. Mm. The great Vince Carter, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Thanks, mm. Vince, as always. All right, VC. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, Jay, you take care, man. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you're the worst. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, all right, Key. All, all right, baby. All right, brother. All right, Vince. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. The NFL remains king. We'll tell you why next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on your smart speakers by saying play ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. And Key, I've heard you say this so many times, it's ingrained in my yeah, mind. Don't tell me what I said. Well, I'm going to tell you what you said because you keep saying it. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, um, Brazilian defender Marcelo. Am I saying that right? Marcelo? Is it a soft C or hard C? Marcelo? I don't know. How many touchdowns <laughs> he had? Um, he was dropped from the, from the what, Evan? Lyon? Lyon. 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 First team. Due to... Uh, <laughs> Continuous farting and laughing Wait, in the dressing room. <laughs> doo doo. <laughs> the laughing is the funny part there, actually. It's not like number two. We could live with the farting, but the laughing about it's what's killing everyone. Number 1.5, right Sources in between. Have told so the SPM. Marcelo was caught laughing during Captain Leo Dubois' speech to rally the troops following the game, which didn't go down well with manager Peter <laughs> Bowes. Bowes. Yes. yes. And sporting director. Their sporting director, just put it that way. Just leave it yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> However, according to ESPN sources, Marcelo was also disciplined by the club for repeatedly farting among his teammates in the dressing room and laughing in the presence of the uh, two previously mentioned gentlemen. I don't know how to pronounce their names. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. Was it? Like, it, it, I don't know, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's gross, too, and he's uh, laughing at it. Like, somebody really want to smell your nasty you-know-what. You ever have a teammate that had a problem with that? It's bad. Oh yeah, no, I had a yeah, I had a teammate <laughs> who had the worst. Who had the worst? Uh, Warren Sapp. I yeah. ain't afraid to say it. Mm. Yeah. You, you know how big locker rooms are. Yeah. 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 Jalen okay. Rose has some. Oof. He 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 can light the whole room up with one small one. <laughs> The whole building. It's like a nuclear weapon. <laughs> man. It's never man. not going to be funny. It's yeah. never Saturday, not going to be funny. Where are you coming from? It's so gross. Like, man, go get your inside. Wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I really think it was from all the dipping and stuff. Because he would, I'm telling you, if you saw our locker room, how big it was. And I'm talking about all the way on the other end. From one end to the next. Like, come on, Sal, You got to get that Seriously. colon express. And, and he would laugh him? and think it's funny. Now let's say well, here's the question: the window express. and lock the doors on you. If, if, if it wasn't, if he didn't, if he wasn't laughing or whatever, could you detect it was him just from the smell? Did it have a yes. signature? A hundred percent. Oh, you, you, <laughs> see, so we, I would know. I'd be able to smell, but I can have ten teeth. I know exactly who it is. And I, no, like stop. your inside sap, man. Come on, what the hell are you eating? I get those anal glands expressed. That's what I don't I'm know what he got to get. My dog gets it done stretch. every time. They're like, do you want to hey, get expressed? Yeah. I think he, he is me. expressing them. That's he the problem. He looks at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you need it. The problem uh, yes. is he's expressing them too well. Hey, yo. <laughs>
What? It's called Gland Express. Every time something like that come up, I just, it's just nauseating. Yeah. God. Eat an apple. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to make it so salad. Eat a salad. Yeah. Put some arugula on it, damn it, King. Oh, we're back in 10 seconds. Beautiful game. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What up, That's Key? Holding it down for y'all. For y'all. That's right. That's what's up. Oh, boy. How are they treating you in Houston after all what you talked about the Astros? I don't think they appreciate the fact that I consistently... Curveball coming. <laughs> I don't think they like the fact that I tease them about the Astros. Hey! Like a light. Hey! Slept hey, the flight. Uh, hey, hey. The Patriots and Raiders, Key and Jay, are in hey. the process of finalizing a trade, hey. NFL trade, to send quarterback Jarrett Stidham to Las Vegas, a source confirmed to Mike Reese. This was first reported by Albert Breer of Monday Morning Quarterback and James Stewart of 98.5, the sports hub. The teams will flip late-round picks. What do you think, Key? Well, Bills, I guy can't play. You wanted him, you take him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's exactly how it went down. When they like, flip it, picks, who gets the better pick? Wait a minute. Yeah, it's like you don't want him, you take him, and yeah, I I, I, I can see that they need a backup because we were talking about backup quarterbacks in the National Football League. Because I I meant to ask Robert Griffin the third why he wasn't still playing. You know, because when we start talking about these backups, I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, who the hell is the Raiders backup? And I couldn't think who the Raiders' backup was, because when you look across the board, who's the best backup quarterback in the National Football League right now? The best backup quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, Miami Dolphins. Chad Teddy Henney. Bridgewater. Yeah. yeah, Bridgewater is the answer. Not Chad Henney. Not no. Chad, yeah, Chad Henney. Stop. It no, is. it would probably be Baker Bridgewater. Mayfield. He's not on the team. Oh, I'll tell you who. Maybe I mean, Kenny Pickett. Maybe team. Kenny Pickett if he if he if he competes Ooh, with. Is it is it Geno Smith? Is it Trubisky no. if Pickett wins the job? Is it? Oh, I'll tell you who. Tyrod Taylor. That's true. TT. Yeah. TT. TT. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think, Max. Yeah. But he'll be the starter. So yeah. Really right. It's, it's, right. <laughs> when the backup is that close to the starter, it's hard to say. Geno Smith is pretty good too, though. For mm, backup. Yeah. No, he played well when Russell uh, Wilson Russell Wilson was gone last year. Jacoby Brissett. Brissett's good. A whole lot of brothers anyway. Um, Tyrod Taylor. If I had to rank them, I'd say Tyrod Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater, (laughs) Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I heard you with it real quick. Max is going on to the next point. Max don't want to touch that. I'll touch it. What do you want want to say about it? Phrasing. What? Leave it alone. Hey, phrasing. Don't don't touch it. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Hey, yo. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Thinking of backups. That's all I got. Baker not really a backup. He don't have a team necessarily. Groundbreaking news. Stidham is now no longer the backup I quarterback. Feel we, I feel like we're I missing a backup somewhere. I don't understand the point where it says they'll flip late-round picks because we don't know the draft order yet. So, like, what if the Raiders pick 
is is worse than the Patriots? Then they get a better pick and Jarrett Stidham, or is this like they'll flip picks contingent on one being better than the other? Or do the Raiders get a better draft pick because they took on Jared Stidham? Like, they, you took might, Jared Stidham and you get the better up. pick? There's like, some, I don't understand. Thought of another backup, There's y'all. some conditions in there. I mean, there'll be some conditions. If you if we give you Jared Stidham and Jared Stidham plays, we get this pick. And if not, you get that pick. That's Someone's going to be a backup between Garoppolo and Trey Lance, right? Yeah, but that's not real. Because, so, because Garoppolo will be on the move? Yeah, that's not a real backup, right? I mean, Garoppolo most likely isn't going to lose the job to Trey Lance unless if he's healthy, if he's injured, that's something different. Who's backing up Darnold now? The kid they just drafted. Yeah, they just drafted. Matt Corral. Yeah, Corral. Corral or – the answer might be Corral or uh, Pickett. Yeah, I don't think Corral's going to beat out uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, but so if he's the backup, then that's – he might be one of the better backups. Let's see how he looks. Hmm. Joe Flacco? Mm, could be. Key, out of, out of all the games that are about to be scheduled when it drops today, which one do you find to be the most intriguing in your opinion? I'm curious about this one. Well, there'll be some intriguing ones, but I would say the Saints and the Buccaneers, I want to see see that. When is that game? What's the story? Because they, the, the Saints have had in a regular season the Buccaneers numbered. Now the Saints are getting Mikey back. Uh, they got Chris Olave. Obviously, we know Jameis is coming back off injury. Their defense is solid and sound. It's a new head coach. And Brady's back. Is Gronkowski coming with him at some point? Like, that, to me, is going to be one of them signature. I would be shocked if that was a Monday night football game. Mm. I'm probably going to go, Max, with the with the Chiefs and the Chargers. I, I think, like, the what is September 15th they play their first game, and that's at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. But I look forward to when that game's back in L.A. Just because how that matchup will be. And Justin Herbert is a guy that we talk about could be in that upper tier. And that, that's a... Actually, not only do I think that's the game, I think you're right. Because whoever lost the first game, this whole season could be on the line in the rematch. I also think Herbert's going to be so good this year. That's going to be the battle between the two best quarterbacks in the league. It also might be the battle for MVP. And another one that, that I don't know when it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see based on the projections of Deshaun Watson's comeback is Cleveland, Cincinnati. Like, mm. where is that? Is the, are they going to push that game off to the later part of the year where now Deshaun gets to play in it? Or is it going to be something in the beginning of the year? Now they play twice. When is that, like, that going to take place? Hey, Evan, uh, you have something to say over here? Cleveland, Houston uh, also. If, if that game is, you know, huh. After the point of when Deshaun Watson's back, I'd be interested in, in seeing that game. Why? Yeah, What's I'm Houston could like, bring it to the table? Well, Texans and Watson. Like, Watson yeah, but, like, playing the Texans against... are garbage. Yeah, yeah I'm that's... all about the storylines, Max. I want to see, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, playing against the Texans and, and you know, throwing but Evan, their all face I'm saying is I hear a team you. around them. I hear you, you know, if the being, Texans had anything. But you they, know it's... what's so interesting being here in Houston, guys? Yeah. Is I thought that there would be a, a major fallout about Deshaun here in Houston. Yeah, it's not, huh? People still kind of like him to, to a degree. The people that I've been around over the last couple of days, they kind of, you know, they understand the severity of the situation, but they were not, it was it was weird. It was kind of like we miss him as our quarterback. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, no kidding, yeah. because he can play. Hell, man. Yeah. I mean, but... It, Boy, that, think about the fall from grace that, in terms of public perception, though. He was considered... Such a great face of an organization. He's the guy you want in addition to the top five NFL quarterback performance. 
And then, then the, the face of the franchise stuff went away, and what you're left with is the performance on the field. But, Key, you know what's interesting about that? I talked to a lot of people in Houston, too, who kind of have the same love for James Harden. Like, yeah, and James it's like Hart, man, it, it, two guys that have forced that. their way out of their situation. I, I don't even... want to be here. That doesn't work for any other player or any other I think they blame the team. That's why. No, you know what, though? Mm. You're right, Jay. That's so true. When I was coming here and my driver was bringing me to the hotel, we was talking and stuff. And I didn't realize he was like, yeah, James got two restaurants here. He does a lot for the community. And, you know, he was just talking to me about James Harden. I was like, oh, okay. I, I just didn't. I didn't even put it together like that. Your driver is that's different from your gardener, right? Like you know, well, he's not like that one dude from Trading Places who who does the whole thing. You just have the one servant. You have like a lot of people, right? Well, Max, when <laughs> you got you, the gardener and the, when you travel, yeah, ESPN I'm will splurge to, and make sure you have a driver to take you from. I'm just saying, well, like, I had to get, get, hey, get my own rental car. Remember, oh, I, ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do with that, then, Jay. You need to get a new agent. <laughs> hey, remember, remember, to do with that. My remember, agent is your agent. What's going well, on? Well, you need to talk to him more, then. <laughs> but, yeah, Jay, my point is, you remember Trading Places? Remember Trading Places? No, I remember. Jay, so, Jay so, there was no the, so you had the Dukes, and they I were super rich, right? And they had a whole yeah. staff. And then you had Dan Aykroyd, who was like the stockbroker, and yeah. he just had the one dude. Key doesn't just have the one dude with the white gloves. He's got a whole staff. Man, leave Key alone. That's man. the point. And when he wakes up in the morning and comes downstairs, they're all lined up. I would never live a life like that. The royal never. is clean, your highness. I am going Thank to you. make sure that my lawn is mowed when I get home. <laughs> and it's not going to be the same guy you who drives him. Like Let's just get that straight. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Arf. Radio, Sirius Arf. XM Channel 80. See you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.